Emerging technology has agencies rethinking the workforce of the future. But instead of just putting out a help-wanted sign, they're looking at ways to reskill and retrain the employees they've already got. So what new skills do future and current federal employees actually need? Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Agencies are looking outside the traditional classroom setting when it comes to reskilling the federal workforce. The National Science Foundation is looking to build a market for technology aimed at lowering the barriers for federal employees today to get the jobs of the future. Robin Reese is an IT governance and strategy advisor at the National Science Foundation. She spoke Thursday at a government executive forum on the future of the federal workforce. There, she gave an overview of the Career Compass Challenge that NSF recently posted to Challenge.gov. If we can change the way we look at what constitutes training, I think there are people learn in different ways. We need to acknowledge that. We need to lower the barriers for access to training and lower the cost of training by being more open about what we accept as training. The Career Compass Challenge asks the public to submit ideas of how NSF and other agencies can build a culture of continuous reskilling through advanced technology. The National Science Foundation launched the challenge back in November. Reese said the agency will accept ideas from the public through the end of December. The idea is that I'm a worker. I have ideas about how to solve this problem, but I'm not going to build the tool, right? So I'm going to let the people that have ideas tell me what they think in the first part. For the second part of the challenge, NSF will invite the vendor community around March or April to build prototypes based on those ideas. The idea is that there's data and there's tools and there are people with ideas out there. And if we can get all of those people thinking together and creating a prototype of a tool that could help this ecosystem exist, somebody's going to make money off of that. And I, in the federal government or an agency like NSF, is not built to manage a shared service for a tool like this to the federal government, and we shouldn't have to. The Trump, administra- the Trump administration is also casting a wider net to find emerging tech talent. Last week, Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent launched the Federal Cyber Reskilling Academy. Its goal is to take non-IT feds and retrain them to become cyber defense analysts. Reese said that NSF turned to challenge.gov to get some out-of-the-box feedback. Usually what we do is we write acquisitions to meet a need that we've imagined and that we can define pretty clearly, and we get what we ask for. But what I want to do is I want to stimulate thinking around a problem statement I have, and I want the market to respond to me instead of me taking what the market has to offer. Vicki Brown is the Defense Department's Chief Learning Officer for the Civilian Workforce and Director of Talent Development. She said DOD is looking at building a career pathing tool. That tool aims to help employees chart a course for the next step in their careers. Brown said DOD hopes to get even more feedback from industry around January or February of next year. That's when it'll kick off what it's calling a reverse innovation day. Here, Brown explains further. We know what we think we know, but we want them to tell us what we don't know. How do we take this to the next level so that we have something that we can use across the federal space instead of every individual organization creating this kind of capability? We want to be able to use it as shared services across the federal space so that we can conserve those resources that we have and everybody's drawing from the same space. Reskilling the federal workforce is one of the cross-agency priority or CAP goals of the president's management agenda. Tracy Demartini is the Peace Corps' chief human capital officer. She said the current budget and management environment hamper a culture of continuous learning and reskilling. 
We don't value training in the government at all. The first thing that gets cut in the budget is training. And until we actually put our money where our mouth is, it's never going to change. We also have to get back to allowing managers to feel safe enough to let their folks shadow others, to do maybe some cross-agency, cross-department gaining of skills. The first thing a manager is going to say to me is, oh, great, Tracy, let me let them get trained, and then they're going to leave me. That's okay, because then someone else will come behind them that we can train. When it comes to hiring for emerging tech roles, Reese said HR offices will have to look beyond the usual metrics, like years of experience. Instead, they'll have to take a closer look at what skills candidates bring to the table. What we're used to as hiring managers is looking at resumes and looking for years of experience and certifications and degrees in a certain area of expertise. And when we talk about reskilling and redeploying, we're not talking about somebody who's come up through that years of experience and expertise. And so how do we equip managers with a tool or just with the mindset of being more open to leveraging eligible workforce candidates in jobs that they might not on paper look like they're qualified for, but maybe their skills are a good fit for. At the Peace Corps, Dee Martini said matching employees up to jobs that meet their skills and interests plays a role in boosting retention. The more we hold on to people and keep them into a position they've either outgrown, they were never well suited for to begin with, or it's just a complete mismatch, that's where we have catastrophe. I think we have the talent that we need. We just need to put them in the right places and support them. And it is something that you do continuously. As for culture change, she said agencies need to look at core competencies that transfer elsewhere in government. You can train a good, competent HR staffing specialist. They should be able to go into any federal agency and maybe just learn the different authorities that that agency uses, some minor tweaks. But if they have the foundations done correctly, they're going to be much more employable. But there has to be a commitment to sustain those tools and not just tear them down and rebuild every couple of years because someone thinks they have a better idea. This work is already being done. It just needs to be leveraged and continued. And at the Defense Department, Brown said the agency is also looking at its own retention rates. That's a specific question that we ask our DOD workforce on the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey. You know, what are your intentions to stay within the Department of Defense so that we have a mile marker or a milestone that we're using as we start to implement different programs related to reskilling or upskilling? In three or four years, we can see where that trend is going for those individuals who are thinking about leaving the Department of Defense. But our challenge in DOD is we have about 36,000 folks every year who move around DOD. So We retain them. They're just not necessarily staying in Army or Air Force or Navy or the Marines. They're moving around DOD. So that is absolutely key, and it's part of that strategic workforce planning that you must have. As for the National Science Foundation, Ree said putting employees to work on emerging technology challenges could help them stick around longer. We have no shortage of forward-leaning people who want to implement robotic process automation and test bots. Well, I need those subject matter experts to build the bot. So now I've just given them a new skill set and I've retained them and they have a new job for another couple of years. It's probably going to stimulate and excite them in ways that they were bored before. So might they stay on a little bit longer instead of retiring? Maybe. It's worth trying. Jory Heckman, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.